don't wait for friends. Don't force friends by trying to network, right? Be the magnet. Be the soldier you want by your side. Be the man today that you want covering your back in the future. In ancient times, progress was made in very physical and obvious ways. Progress in strength, battle ability, running speed, jump height was all considered vital progress for a young man. This prepared them for if and when there was conflict with an enemy tribe, and the only option then was war. The women trusted in their men's preparation, as men would be the ones to go to battle. Now, there are various attributes that make a warrior great, his strength, his speed, his agility, his intelligence, his courage, along with many others. But as great as a perfect warrior is, what are his chances against two not-so-good warriors? How about three? At some point, sheer size and numbers blows out quality and skill. So, a great warrior and a great man should also be a leader rather than a boss. Being a boss carries a negative connotation that you simply like giving orders. And many don't like their boss. A leader, however, shows his clan the way, puts himself first in battle, goes forward and makes an example of what should be and how it should be. He might get wounded, but the clan respects their leader and willingly offers him assistance. They might not do this to a boss. To a boss, they might see him vulnerable and kick him while he's down, because they do not respect him, because he has treated them badly in the past. Be a leader, not a boss. Now, let's say you want to be a leader. You deem yourself worthy enough to take responsibility for your clan's decisions and outcomes. The bad comes with the good, the pressure is on. But with pressure and risk comes reward. The women will see you as more capable of success. They will think, wow, he has what it takes to be a leader. Other men respect him and listen to what he says. He is a good man. I am attracted to him. And now, because some women already think this way of you, then other women will think, wow, other girls like him? Why? What does he have that makes him attractive to other girls? I want to find out why because I might be missing out on a great man. This is social proof. It's called social proof. Seeing that others in society like something means that it is valuable even if you don't quite know why it is valuable. It will make you wonder why they like it and you'll stay curious to find out. You may not like what others like in the end, right? There's differences, but some people have not yet refined their taste completely. They don't know what they like. So they will make their decisions based on the general social sentiment towards something or someone. This is seen all the time in, in, in the modern day. Now, if you're a leader, you have to know what kind of people you want to lead. There might be people with whom you don't completely agree with, but they will follow your mission. This shouldn't mean that you should completely disown them, but only condemn the parts of these people that you don't agree with. This is helpful. For example, Jordan Peterson was once told by a journalist that he had a presence of neo-Nazis at his talks and was then asked what he thought of it. He said, I don't like neo-Nazis. This, this is perfect for two reasons. He is stating clearly that he does not agree with the idea of being a neo-Nazi, obviously because neo-Nazis have radical beliefs, right? And two, let's say the people who the journalist called neo-Nazis aren't actually neo-Nazis. What if those people themselves actually condemn Nazi beliefs, right? So now who the fuck is a neo-Nazi? Just some, some random person th that the journalist decided to invent? 
Maybe there's somebody with similar yet not as radical beliefs as maybe patriotism, nationalism. These things aren't Nazi, Nazism, right? But it was the biased perspective and fake news of the journalist that made these people out to be neo-Nazis. So by Peterson saying, I don't like neo-Nazis, he simply disowned the followers that were neo-Nazis 100%. And if we believe that this claim was fake news by the journalist, then that would be zero of his followers, right? So he would just condemn the part of his followers that were neo-Nazis. And if you're not a neo-Nazi, then the fucking, it doesn't apply to you. Yeah, the shoe doesn't fit. So you keep going with your day. And you keep following this man because he's obviously very important to many people. He's changed my life. Uh, not not so drastically as others, but he's changed many people's lives. Uh, he, he was just essential to me at the time I came across him. But, you know, how many true soldiers or brothers in arms does Peterson have by his side, really? Like, he, he seems to largely be a lone wolf. And this is possible today, I think, because there's not that constant threat of battle as there, uh, as there was before in, you know, in more primitive times. But let's say it was more primitive times. He might have already been crucified, you know, or, or locked up for his words and thoughts. Thoughts that sting the infected soul like white blood cells fighting an infection. You know, he says the truth. He, he tells you to look inward and fix what, you're, fix what you're doing, fix who you are before you go and try and tell some, somebody else what to do. You know, before you go and try and lead an army, you must fix yourself. And he says these things very, very effectively. And he's one of the guys that it's hard to understand him because of his vocabulary and Sometimes I have to re-read re what he's saying like two or three times or maybe listen again to what he's saying. But at the end of the day, if you can really grasp the concept, it will be beneficial to you and to those around you that, that you love. But, you know, he's, he says these things and the infection inside of you causes distress upon your body because your very existence, the existence of the infection is threatened. You know what I mean? It wants to fight back. It wants to keep sucking the life out of its host, right? Similarly, when you speak certain truths that many do not want to recognize, they might resort to extremities against you. They might exile you from your group of friends. In that case, good riddance. They might socially harass you. In that case, just turn off your phone. They might fire you from your job that feeds your family. In that case, that's pretty fucked up. But it happens. And it has been happening to those who speak the politically incorrect things. To those who simply stand up for their very rational beliefs, oppression and persecution is happening in this digital age, make no mistake. If you don't know of it, your eyes have been successfully covered by the corporations in charge of the pixels produced on your personal devices. They're manipulating reality to show you what they want to show you. But just look around in your, in your own day, in your own personal life. Trust your own experiences. Look around and tell me if you really see these extreme hateful ideologies far-right rhetorics on a large scale on a wide scale you don't see this trust your own experience don't believe what they're telling you because then you'll be a slave to this mindset your whole life you'll be chasing ghosts they're teaching you in 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 these colleges that you know there's 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 a white supremacist patriarch whatever bullshit they want to put into your head they're putting the, they're indoctrinating our kids know this the standard today should be don't go to college that should be the standard unless you really need to unless you want to be a doctor or an engineer otherwise save your fucking money all right back to the fucking podcast given this reality today you must choose your soldiers carefully just because you are close to someone does not mean you can trust them with your life this is almost as important 
as the decision of who you are going to marry. Can you absolutely trust your spouse? If not, why not? Why did you dedicate your life to them? You need a soldier by your side that will engage in battle for you when things get rough. They must not cower away from battle. In order for them to not cower, they must be prepared. In order for them to prepare, they must have a mission, be, uh, a mission that is worthy of, of preparing for, right? Many today do not have a mission. Many are simply aiding in the completion of others' missions, but not their own. This comes from not knowing who you are or who you want to be. And if you don't know this yet, then you won't find a worthy brother in arms. All of the friends you pick will not be the best possible friends, right? Because your judgment and your decision making is not refined yet. Because you haven't established the values of a great man, but you're working towards it, right? Don't worry if you haven't found a solid, trustworthy, firm group of like-minded friends. Many don't. You are better off this way for now. You don't want filler friends. Those who just keep you busy or distracted. You want actual family who will go to war with you because they believe with conviction in the same things you do. Don't wait for friends. Don't force friends by trying to network, right? Be the magnet. Be the soldier you want by your side. Be the man today that you want covering your back in the future. The speed at which this happens does not matter. All that matters is that you have set your sights on the truth and will go through hell on earth in your journey towards it. To you, Dad, you taught me what it means to be a man. To my mother, who's here tonight, who taught me and my two older brothers demanded that we respect ourselves. And what we in turn learned was then we were better able to respect others. Now, when I was 15 years old, I had a very important person in my life come to me and say, who's your hero? And I said, I don't know, I gotta think about that. Give me a couple of weeks. I come back two weeks later, this person comes up and says, who's your hero? I said, I thought about it. You know who it is? I said, it's me in 10 years. So I turned 25, 10 years later. That same person comes to me and goes, so are you a hero? And I was like, not even close. No, no, no. She said, why? I said, because my hero is me at 35. So you see, every day, every week, every month, and every year of my life, my hero is always 10 years away. I'm never gonna be my hero. I'm not going to attain that. I know I'm not. And that's just fine with me because that keeps me with somebody to keep on chasing. 